0: Hi, my name is Jordan and you are listening to the Great Light Studios podcast. All the episodes you will hear on this podcast are the audio versions of the video content that you can find on the Great Light Studios YouTube channel. If you would like to help support myself and Great Light Studios and continuing to produce this content, there's a few ways that you can do that. You can find information about how to do that in the show notes of this episode. There you will also find links to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and also contact information if you want to reach out. If you enjoy this content or benefit from it, would you consider leaving a five-star review on this podcast? Positive reviews go a long way in helping to get this content pushed out to more people. With all that said, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So there are many things that the World Mission Society Church of God gets wrong about the Bible. But today I wanna talk about one of those things that I think is one of the worst things you could get wrong about the Bible. I think when you miss and get this wrong, you're kind of missing the whole picture of of the Bible, I would argue. Um, Before I talk about that, I just wanna say thank you to all of you guys who have been joining the Great Light Studio support, um, whether on Patreon, or you can also become a member here on YouTube. And there's been um, a lot of you guys who have been doing that lately. And I really appreciate that. That definitely goes a long way. And not only just helping me to continue making videos, but to to be able to make more videos, have more time to do that. So thank you to all of you guys. Um, If you're new to this channel, one of the main things I've been doing for the past few years is uh, making videos responding to the World Mission Society Church of God. And that includes making interviews with former members and taking Bible passages and just kind of critiquing how they interpret them and things like that. So if that kind of content is helpful to you, um, I would encourage you to subscribe to the channel. Um, That's just another great way that you can help um, me to continue making these videos as the channel grows. That helps me to, um, again, in different ways to continue to do this. this idea that I think is a huge idea, a central idea in the Bible that the World Mission Society Church of God gets wrong. And that is the idea of how a person is saved. How is a person made right with God? In the Bible, What is what does the Bible say? What does the New Testament say about the gospel? What the gospel is? What God requires of a person in order to uh, be forgiven of sins and be made right with him. So in John chapter six, the crowd that is listening to Jesus and following him uh, to hear him speak and to see his miracles in John 6, 28, it says they inquired of Jesus, what must we do to perform the works of God? Um, and Jesus said in verse 29, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So I would argue that this question that they ask here is, is one of the major questions that it seems like the New Testament is concerned with answering. And that is the question of what does God require of people? What is it that he requires of people in order for them to be forgiven of sins or to, you know, as some would put it, to go to heaven, um, however you want to word that? What what does God want from People and that's the question that I think the WMSCOG gets the in the completely <laughs> wrong answer to. When you look at the Bible and you see what the Bible teaches is actually actually required of a person in order to be forgiven of sins, it's a completely different story than what the WMSCOG tells. So I'm just going to run through. I'm going to read uh, uh, just a handful of verses really quick, and as I'm doing so, I think. Asking the question up front, okay, as I read these texts, what are they saying about what salvation is and how a person receives it? So Isaiah 55, one, it says, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters and you without money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. The writer of Isaiah, though, is saying that, and actually he's speaking for the Lord here, or it's the Lord, it's God who is actually supposed to be saying these words. And he's saying that the, the salvation that he wants to give is something that is given without money and without cost. Ephesians 2.8 says, and again, please, especially if you're a member, think about these verses and and ask yourself what what does this really mean and how does it um, how does it fit with what I believe about salvation? So Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that is not your own doing it is the gift of God it is not your own doing is what Paul says. So salvation you he says you've been saved how have you been saved? Through faith. He doesn't say you've been saved through faith and Passover and Sabbath and tithing. No, it's you've been saved through faith, period. Literally. (laughs) There's literally a period that follows that. You've been saved through faith, period. If you say, well, yeah, you've been saved through faith and doing this and this and this, Well, then you're, I think, literally adding to Paul's words here. And he says, this is not your own doing. It is the what of God? Is it the the paycheck that God gives as, as a response to, you know, you working? No, it's a gift. It is the, the salvation again is a gift of God. What is a gift? What's a gift? Is a gift something that I work for? Think about this. What if I told my son, hey, I've got this gift for you. My, my son, uh, Jonah, likes Legos. So maybe I get him, a, I get this big box of Legos and I say, hey, I got this gift for you. And he he goes and reaches out to take it. And I say, wait, you can't have it yet. First, First, you have to go put on a special robe and go get baptized. And then he goes and does that. He says, okay, now can can I have it? And I say, well, no, not yet. Like, you can't have it yet. I say, this is a free gift. It's a free gift. But first, you know, after you get baptized, now you have to make sure that every Saturday you come and you sit inside my house for the entire day, every Saturday. And you have to listen to all these, you know, teachings and sermons. And and then you got to go out preaching and stuff like that some days. But you have to do that every Saturday. And then my son would say, you know, well, what if, what if I like step outside and, and, and go outside and do something else on Saturday sometimes? And I would have to say, well, you're, you're in danger of not getting the Lego set. I might not give it to you then. And he says, okay, well, I'll, he keeps, he, he does that. He, he does all the, the Saturday thing. And he, he shows up to my house every Saturday and, and he stays in the house. He does what he's supposed to do. And he says, okay, well, now can I have the, the free gift? the Lego set that you promised to give me. And I said, well, not not yet, because now you have to, you know, I have these seven appointed feasts that you have to keep too all throughout the year. And then after that, you also got to make sure you're going out at, all the time every week and you're, you're bringing other people and, and telling them about how how great I am. You got to make sure you're doing that too. And you're convincing them to to join our club. And then also on top of that, you have to make sure you're tithing You know, if you want this, this free Lego set, you got to make sure that every week you're, you're, you're tithing to me, like your, your, your money, whatever money you're making, you got to tie the big portion of that back to me. And then, so I, I, you know, in that example, me as a father, I continue to put all these obligations and these rules, these stipulations on him getting that free Lego set. So. I might be calling that a free gift. I might be telling my son, hey, this is a free gift I'm giving you. But in any sense, could that be called a gift? No. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you see that it could not be. It, it, you cannot in any stretch of the definition of, of what a gift is, could could that that exchange fit in line with what a gift actually is? That would not be a gift. That would be a transaction that would be more of more in line with like an employee employer relationship not a father son relationship giving a, a gift on on his birthday just because i want to out of my love for him i give my kid gifts on their birthday because i love them and i give i give them gifts freely because i want to it gives me joy to just give them something that they didn't work for They didn't work for all all year to to earn it, and they're not gonna do anything afterwards to to keep that gift. It's not gonna be, me giving them that gift and letting them keep that gift is not gonna be dependent on what they did before or what they're gonna do after. And if at any point, them being able to have that gift or keep that gift becomes dependent on what they're doing or not doing, then it's no longer a gift. If I give my son a Lego set and then he's, um, you know, he, he doesn't tithe his allowance next week and then I take that Lego set back. Well, that's just showing that it wasn't a gift in the first place, that, that it was something that I'm giving in exchange for my kid's good behavior or, um, really his, his paying me his, his tithes. And so obviously that's that. Uh, I'm comparing that to the WMSCOG system, because that's there really is no difference between that analogy and how the WMSCOG operates. So Romans 515, it says, but the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Romans 5.17, for if because of one man's trespass, death reign through one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Um, And then let me jump to Revelation 22.17, because this is a verse that the WMSCOG likes to use, and I think they need to stop and actually think about what it's saying here. Uh, So the spirit and the bride say, come. Let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty Come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. So all of this is given as a free gift. It's given without price, without cost. If something is free, if something is a gift, then by definition, there cannot be anything that is required that the, the recipient does in order to receive it. The WMSCOG requires members to do all of these things that I talked about. And if they don't do them, then they are going to hell. They're, they're not forgiven of sins. That is a transaction. If God is up in heaven saying, hey, listen, I've got something I'm gonna give you, but if I'm gonna give it to you, here's the list of things that you have to do and you have to keep doing. And only if and when you do these things and you better do them correctly, you better do them consistently and you better not ever stop doing them, or you won't get this, this thing that I'm going to give you. And no, there is no way you can stretch (laughs) the the definition of, of what a free gift is and fit it in with that concept. That is not not a relationship of a father giving something freely out of his grace and love to his child. That is a situation much more like an employer giving wages, giving a paycheck to his employee who has clocked in his time that week, who's put in his 40 hours of work. And because he's put in that work, the employee is going to reward him with his wages that he earned. Um, it's more like a slave master with a, a slave. Um and it's missing the whole point. It's missing uh that concept, the WMSCOG's version of the gospel, their version of salvation, their understanding of a how of how a person is made right with God is completely upside down and inside out. And there is there's just no way I I cannot see any possible way you can take these verses I've read, and there's many more. This is just a handful of verses that I could show you where this idea that it is a free gift, salvation is a free gift, God receiving us and loving us is a free gift. Um, there's so many more verses we could look at to show that, and and you just can't you can't look at these verses and examine them and and interpret them. I think in any sort of honest and um, uh, valid way, and still say that it's teaching the WMSCOG's concept of salvation. So I know that one of the first responses to this, and probably what's been going off in every member's mind, is you know James, where he says, "Faith without works is dead." That's something that I I believe is a biblical idea: faith without works is dead. So that's something I'm going to talk about in another video. I, I want to keep this short, so I'm not going to cover that here. Um, and so, yeah, I hope you'll check out that next video. Um, but I hope that this makes sense. I hope that this gives you something to think about. And if you're a member, don't just go down to the comments right now and start talking about how I'm blind, how, you know, don't give pearls to the dogs or, or talking about how I'm, I'm just a false prophet and I'm doing exactly what they did, you know, 2000 years ago. That's basically the, the. 99% 99% of the time, that's how members respond. I would love it if you would actually hear what I just said and actually offer a response, offer a, a meaningful, thoughtful response that I think should include you looking at some of these verses I read and saying, hey, I get why why you know that says salvation is a free gift, but here's why I think that doesn't mean that, or, or here's why I think that still could work with the WMSCOG's doctrine. I don't know how you could fit those two together again, but if you're gonna comment, I would ask that that's what you attempt to do instead of you know, childish insults, Um, because that doesn't help anybody. That's not helping you. It's not helping your case. It just makes your case, I I would say, look even worse. Um, So anyways, I hope this is helpful. Um, As always, I um, appreciate you all liking, commenting on this video, and uh, again, subscribe if you haven't, all that does definitely helped me out at times. So yeah, thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next video.